Hello and welcome to the Auto Owner Story Podcast, where we help you share your automotive story with the world. I'm your host, Dave Eastman. In this episode of the Auto Owner Story Podcast, I'm going to share about a work vehicle I, I bought to travel the roads of southern Idaho and eastern Oregon. I was working as a sales rep selling automotive diagnostic equipment for the manufacture of that equipment, and I also sold point-of-sale software for a software company to auto repair shops. I bought the 2003 vehicle Sabre used with 18,000 miles. It was one of the most reliable cars I'd ever owned. You know, you've heard that commercial probably if you're as old as me years ago about a Timex watch. And basically it said that, you know, they pulled the Timex watch out of a tire that had been driven for who knows how many miles. And they pulled the watch out of the tire and and it was still ticking. And so, you know, that kind of describes my feeling about this Buick that I bought. It's got 343,452 miles on it right now. And it runs great and virtually has no problems. My son just borrowed it today because he needs an extra car. His wife is going out of town. And so... He, it just keeps on going. It's been it's been great. But it has been retired, I should say semi-retired for years. Uh, I haven't used it to travel for years and years, but it's, it's always ready whenever my family needs it. Oftentimes I use it as a backup vehicle in situations where maybe like today, as I described, but also a vehicle or a vehicle needs some work. And so needing a backup vehicle, that car has, has fit that bill really well for just years and years. My wife likes uh, using that vehicle sometimes just for short runs around town. And uh, instead of taking our truck, uh, the car is, just to describe it a little bit, it's a four-door sedan. It's kind of an off-white color with cloth interior. It's it's really fully loaded with everything except leather. So it's got AC crews, electric windows, electric seats, and locks. It's a custom model, so that means it's it's not the top of the line, which probably would mainly be relate to the, the leather seating itself, but... And the car's got a the really what I call the famous 3.8 liter or 3800 engine. I believe it's the best engine GM has ever made. And and with that kind of mileage on it, it's just been as re- reliable as it can be. I mean, there's been some slight oil leaks over the years and other coolant leaks and things that I've had fixed, obviously, with that many miles. But it continues to just really do a good job for me. I was a sales rep for 15 years. And, you know, I don't know if you know the area we're at here in Idaho, which is in the northwest portion of the United States, but, you know, southern Idaho and eastern Oregon are largely um, very sparsely populated areas, uh, wide open country for miles and miles. And that was my territory, southern Idaho and eastern Oregon. So there's a lot of farmland and open rangeland there. And, you know, I, I live in Boise, Idaho. So I was centrally located in, in the middle of my territory. To the east and to the west, it was about five hours drive. So my territory was, you know, set up like that. And I would basically uh, spend a lot of time in the car. And that's why I chose that vehicle, that uh, 03 uh, Buick LeSabre, was because at that time it had a long wheelbase. It was front-wheel drive. And uh, it was really a comfortable, quiet ride. So it, it really worked great for me when you're doing sales like that in that large of an area. You're going to be traveling, you know, 8, 10, 12 hours a day going from one sale to the next if you're going to hustle. And I did. I really hustled and I was successful. But it took a lot of work and a lot of windshield time. 
The other thing I liked about it, traveling that long during during a day, is is uh, I'm six foot two and uh, I need a lot of leg room to kind of move around on those long trips. So the car had plenty of room for me to spread out and move around while I was driving. So it was just a great rig for that. Having been a mechanic and a technician for many years, I knew the value of maintenance. So oil changes, transmission flushes, coolant services, all those were always done on that vehicle. I just kept it all up to date. But even with maintenance, the thing still needed work. Sometimes, you know, eventually a water pump goes out or a transmission or axle bearings, that type of thing. Besides the regular maintenance of brakes and belts and hoses. So the body was great on it. It looked real good. The doors and windows all worked. Everything was good. The paint was all good. It still is. So it's just it was just a great rig that uh, really served me well and and was comfortable. So now I'd like to tell you about a brake pulsation problem that just wouldn't go away. It was one of the calm problems I had on that vehicle, just normal disc brake rotor warpage. You know that pulsation you get when you step on the brakes and the car kind of shudders or shakes a little bit. Well, that wasn't abnormal, and I, I expected it based on the mileage that I had on it. You know, and when that happened, I'd just take it in and get the rotors turned and new pads put on, or, you know, maybe the second time I'd get the rotors replaced and the pads replaced, just from normal brake wear, but that tended to have rotor warpage, you know, kind of on an ongoing basis. So probably a little bit of weakness in that vehicle, or maybe just my type of driving, I don't know. But I started having an intermittent pulsation problem, and it was it was based on road services, and so it was really kind of strange, and I wasn't sure what was going on there. So I had a couple shops that I always went to for my maintenance and repair work, and, and I took it to them multiple times, both of them multiple times, and they couldn't really figure it out. They couldn't pinpoint the intermittent pulsation problem that I had. They just couldn't figure it out. So one day, I had my car at one of those shops getting the oil changed, and a new mechanic was there, and he raised it up and, and did a good uh, inspection underneath the car, and he noticed that it had a loose ball joint. So that was interesting. So it hadn't been found by the other guys before, so I was curious, but I wanted to get a second opinion, so I, I took it over to a, a tire store just to have them look at it. And, the, and that whole thing kind of turned into a fiasco. Let me tell you what happened. There was a young mechanic that checked it out, and uh, he said the ball joint was good, but it had a bad steering tie rod end. And so I thought, huh, okay, well, difference of opinion there. So then I went across the street to another tire store and said, hey, I got an intermittent pulsation. Would you check this thing out for me? And they raised it up and checked it out and said, well, the tie rod end is good, but you got a bad ball joint. So you can imagine my frustration at that point. So I went back to the original tire store and told them the story, and they got their lead tech to raise the car up and take a look at it, and in fact, he said that the uh, ball joint is bad. And so he showed it to me, and we verified that's exactly bad for sure, and they replaced the two ball joints and aligned it, and that took care of the intermittent problem. So kind of interesting to go through that, because I know many of you, many auto owners, go through situations like that, and you know, it's not necessarily something they do intentionally. It's it's usually an uh, an issue of not getting enough training. As I mentioned, it was a young mechanic that checked it out the first time at a tire store. And, you know, many industries have problems like that. There's there's no getting around it. It's just a lack of training and education. So my high mileage Buick just keeps on going. 
it just keeps on going and and does really well. All I have to do is I keep doing a little maintenance work on it when it needs it, and I pay the minimal car insurance bill. And, uh, you know, when my wife or family member needs it, it's ready to go. So I just wanted to tell this story. This is a type of story that I'd like to have on the Auto Owner Story podcast. And so if you have a story like that about a car you have or a car you had that's interesting or funny or anything like that, shareable, then I'd I'd love to hear it from you. You also may have a story or an experience uh, with a shop, maybe a shop that went over and above the normal and took care of you on a certain issue that you had with your car or truck. And if it's a shareable story, we'd love to hear about it. I want to mention also that I do have another podcast and website. Uh, it's autoshopconnection.com is the site and the and the podcast has the same name. And that's really a, a podcast that I like to get stories uh, about repair shops. So I could take it here on this, this podcast or I could catch it from you on the other one. And uh, so if you want to go to that, you could again go to autoshopconnection.com and right there there's a there's a menu item that says schedule a recording and you could go right there and and get hooked up with me so we can talk a little bit and get on the phone and and then see what uh, you've got going on. And maybe we could do a good story about a shop. So I'd love to do that with you, too, if if that fits uh, your situation. Sharing positive automotive stories are good for all of us to hear. Most of us are aware of negative experiences that folks have had in getting their car fixed, and we're not looking for those. Also, you know, many of us had a first car experience that was really, uh, you know, different, interesting. I've I've shared mine on the podcast. And uh, if you have one of those, uh, you know, uh, a story about your first vehicle, we'd love to hear that. Uh, you know, many people name their their first car. The name may come from its appearance or some other situation that brings out the unique name. And many people have some really funny names. But, you know, we'd love to hear that story if you've got one of those. So... So if you like these stories, please share it with a friend or a family member. If you're willing to share, you can contact me and uh, schedule an initial call uh, so we can talk about it and, and then do a trial recording if you'd like or just do your main recording. So anyway, thanks for listening. I appreciate you taking time to uh, listen to this story. And, and I really hope you'll help me by contributing with your own interesting automotive story. Mm-hmm.